As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. Welcome to My Strategy with author and personal growth coach John M. Hawkins. John will provide coaching and inspiration, motivation and advice on your personal development in order to help you with the best decision making possible. So now, please welcome the host of My Strategy, John M. Hawkins. Hello and welcome, everyone. I'm John M. Hawkins. We're coming to you live from the BBM Global Network in TuneIn Radio, and the show is called My Strategy. We're very happy to have you here today. Uh, my strategy shows are live and on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. The show is all about personal development. And Saturday for me is the day that I choose to reflect on my personal development and growth strategy. But keep in mind that any day is a good day for you to assess your strategy. Now, the My Strategy show continues to grow. We're available on iHeart, iTunes, Player FM, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spreaker, and many more platforms. So if you'd like to hear this show again, or you'd like to go listen to any of the past episodes, you can find them there. You can find me on most social media platforms. My Twitter handle is HawkinsJohn. That's HawkinsJohn. And my website is JohnMHawkins.com. And just like anything in life, we need to have a strategy and a plan to help us reach our goals, because sometimes the best laid plans don't always work. Now, this week, I'm looking for stories on soft skills. Do you have any good examples, perhaps uh, things that you've run into, uh, send them to me at talk at johnmhawkins.com. You can send them to talk at johnmhawkins.com. Uh, we'll be glad to take a look at those. Or if you'd like to be on the show, uh, reach out to us there, talk at johnmhawkins.com. And we do have uh, giveaways from time to time. So if you'd like to go to uh, my Twitter handle at hawkinsjohn or go to johnmhawkins.com, you can find the latest information about giveaways. All right, so this week we are talking about soft skills. I'm going to be talking about the importance of soft skills. 
uh, soft skills, which are also known as transferable skills. Uh, we're going to learn how to identify your skills, get recommendations of soft skills that we could start to work on, and also get some tips for your personal development strategy. I think this is an interesting show because everybody needs soft skills. And uh, the better and well-defined your soft skills are, the more marketable you are, uh, not only in the business world, but also uh, with regard to friends and uh, nonprofits and really, really anything in life, uh, soft skills can help you there. So today we're going to be talking about soft skills. We're going to go through the definitions of them. Also talk a little bit about them compared to the hard skills that you might be developing. We're going to talk a little bit about more about soft skills and uh, really start to dive into the definition and what they mean. Uh, the more we understand what soft skills are, the easier it's going to be for us to identify them. So you're going to be an expert by the end of the show in identifying those types of skills. We're then going to talk a little bit about how we can identify our own skills. So what are the ones that we should be focused with, the ones that we have, and then also think about the ones that might be good for us to develop, a good transition to sort of soft skills. So we're going to talk about those, learn how we identify those that are best for us, identify which soft skills identify with us. So it's not the ones, just the ones that we're after, but also the ones that identify best with us. We're then going to talk a little bit about 10 of the soft skills that you should be focusing on. Uh, in the next 10 years in the business world. So we're going to go through those. And as every and like every week, we're going to help you develop your strategy so that you can put all this good information to use and you can start to develop your own soft skills. Now, with your personal development strategy, you know, maybe developing soft skills is something you want to do or need to do, but it doesn't mean that you have to start developing them. So as we get uh, later on in the show, we're going to talk about that and figure out what it is we should be focusing on. So let's start off with, got an article here by Paige Levonig, and uh, it is hard skills versus soft skills and how to use them on your resume. She says there's two types of skills used in resumes, hard skills and soft skills. When used correctly, they work together to form a powerhouse resume that provides the hiring manager a glimpse into the job seeker. She says, what are the hard skills? And this is important because we need to understand the difference between hard skills and soft skills. She says the hard skills are taught skills. They are quantifiable and often learned in school through certifications and our previous work experience. Hard skills are specific to each job and are, are the basis of job requirements. Recruiters look for hard skills on your resume to gauge how well you'd perform job duties. Hard skills are essentially important because of the application tracking system, which is ATS, an algorithm that they use to rank and filter job applications. So this is all the behind the scenes stuff that recruiters are doing when they are canvassing your resume using their artificial intelligence and algorithms to determine if you're a good fit for, a, for consideration of your resume. It says hard skills are also resume keywords, which uh, recruiters often use to search for them. So, so those are hard skills. There's things you learn in school. There are things you can do. So what are the soft skills? Soft skills uh, is a soft skills are typically interpersonal. 
people skills or desirable personality traits that revolve around character, teamwork, communication, work ethic. Soft skills tend to be transferable between jobs or industries, but are much more difficult to quantify on a resume than hard skills. So that's the nuance here. It's not the hard skills that we put on a resume that say, you know, John can write programs and can code or, you know, John knows how to do an accounting, something along those lines. No, these are the soft skills. It's the interpersonal skills, the things that we really work on on a weekly basis on this show. It says hard skills versus soft skills. A combination of hard skills and soft skills forms a well-rounded job applicant. While hard skills are quite different than soft skills, the combination of the two creates a good balance between knowledge and interpersonal attributes. Hard skills show mastery and proficiency, while soft skills show communication and relational abilities. And I can tell you that if you're interested in getting promoted, going into leadership, running your own business, you absolutely are going to need those soft skills. You're going to need to be able to have those interpersonal relationships to communicate effectively, or there's a whole list of soft skills we're going to go through, so I'm not going to get too into the weeds on them. But from that perspective, that's what we want to be thinking about this week. We want to start thinking about what are those hard skills that we have. And some examples here, if you're if you're a Java, I'm sorry, if you're a software engineer, it's a you know a developer, you know Java, Linux, other technologies. But if you are a, looking to put soft skills on your resume, those are things like detail-oriented, superior time management, work well under pressure. So that really is the nuance between the two and what we're trying to communicate today. A couple of other examples here, uh, sales and marketing, um, you know, marketing, social outreach, inside sales, outbound calling, strategy, forecasting, those are some of the hard skills. Accounting and finance, mathematics, bookkeeping, IT, QuickBooks, uh, Excel spreadsheet skills, those are all the, the skills that are hard skills. It says here that um, you know when you're looking for a job, you need to have those specific hard skills. But also, we want to figure out what are some of those soft skills that we can bring. And I'm going to go quickly go through a list here of some of them, but they're things like communication, leadership, adaptability, problem solving, listening, team player, etc. And we're going to continue more on those later. You're listening to my strategy. I am your host, John M. Hawkins. We're coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. When we come back, we're going to talk more about soft skills. We'll be right back. Author, radio show host, and coach, John M. Hawkins, reveals strategies to help gain perspective, build confidence, find clarity, achieve goals. John M. Hawkins' new book, Coached to Greatness, Unlock Your Full Potential with Limitless Growth, published by iUniverse. Hawkins reveals strategies to help readers accomplish more. He believes the book can coach them to greatness. Hawkins says that the best athletes get to the top of their sport with the help of coaches, mentors, and others. He shares guidance that helps readers reflect on what motivates them. 
rediscover and assess their core values, philosophies, and competencies, find settings that allow them to be the most productive, and track their progress towards accomplishing goals. Listen to John Hawkins' My Strategy, Saturdays, 1 p.m. Eastern, on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Animal lover, author, artist, and public speaker, Patricia Daly Life is a renaissance woman in her own right. A lover of animals from a young age, Patricia lives on a farm in Virginia and has rescued neglected thoroughbred horses, keeping them or finding them safe havens. She is also a published author, and her books document real-life experiences that she shares in her passionate stories, taking the reader around the world in a colorful kaleidoscope of life. An accomplished artist, Patricia Daly Life's oil paintings feature animals, portraits, stills, nature, and abstract, and she allows the brush to paint the image in an organic, natural way. A public speaker, Patricia is motivated to continually wonder about life and advocates for all of us to do the same and document our own unique history. To learn more about Patricia Daly Life, visit www.literarylady.com and www.patricialife.com or email her at pdlife at gmail.com. Hello and welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, John M. Hawkins. We're coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This week, we're talking about soft skills, and we're talking about the importance of soft skills. Right before the break, we were talking a little bit about soft skills versus hard skills. In this segment, I want to talk a little bit about what are soft skills. We're going to dive a little bit deeper into them, and we're going to talk a little bit about um, you know, how to go about identifying them, which is going to be important for later in the show. All right, so what are soft skills? I've got an article here. Um, by a website called Skills You Need. And they say the phrase soft skills is often used by employers, particularly when they are bemoaning a shortage of suitable candidates for jobs. You will almost certainly have heard big employers complaining that millennials, school leavers, university grads, or perhaps simply young people lack the soft skills needed in today's workplace. What exactly does that mean, though? says here, a wide range of skills fall under the heading of soft skills. They are also often known as transferable skills. They include interpersonal skills, sometimes called people skills or social skills, but they go far beyond this area. And it says here, this page defines soft skills and then describes the soft skills that are usually considered by most important by employers. So we've got a definition here says soft skills, and this is by Collins English Dictionary. It is the complete and unabridged digital edition. It says desirable qualities for certain forms of employment that do not depend on acquired knowledge. They include common sense, the ability to deal with people, and a positive, flexible attitude. So that's what the definition is in Collins English Dictionary. So common sense, the ability to deal with people and a positive, flexible attitude. So when I talk about soft skills, that is what we are referring to. It says soft skills is the term used for those skills that are not technical or job related. They include social skills, interpersonal skills, and a positive attitude. These are the skills that define your relationship with people and how you approach life and work. Hard skills by contract by contrast, is a phrase usually used to describe specific job tasks. 
An example of a hard skill includes professional skills like bricklaying, accountancy, medical expertise, such as diagnosis and treatment or other skills that can be taught and whose presence is testable through exams. And this is an important point here because with a soft skill, it's very difficult to determine if you have a soft skill and also to measure where you are on the scale of competency with a specific soft skill. That is different than a hard skill, which is something that you can learn. You can learn soft skills too, but hard skills are much more easily tested. You can create tests to go out there and determine if somebody has those hard skills. So it says, ironically, for many people, the so-called so soft skills are often some of the hardest skills to develop. However, this does not mean that they cannot be learned or taught. It says here, job-related expertise is essential in any profession and in many other careers. However, over the last 20 to 30 years, understanding has grown that perhaps soft skills may ultimately be more important in determining levels of success. Hard skills are therefore a basic minimum necessary to operate in that particular workplace. Whether or not you are successful in your career may depend on how you relate to other people and to work the so-called soft skills. And they've got a good little example here of how soft skills come into play. So think of soft skills in the light of competition principles. So they've given us a case study. I love case studies. Imagine you're a company producing something, and they're going to suggest it be light bulbs. You come up with a revolutionary new technology, and your light bulbs are suddenly much better than the other guys. Your profits go way up. But after a while, your competitors get a hold of the technology. You license its use, perhaps, or they develop alternatives. And suddenly, the light bulbs are the same again, and your profits are suffering. You still need new technology, but you, could also, but you may also need a new competitive edge, perhaps a reputation for customer service. So developing that customer relationship for service, creating that competitive advantage, that is where you would use soft skills. And if you could develop all of your people to be exceptional at customer service, to be empathetic, to know, have excellent communication skills, the customer experience is going to be much better at your company than the other companies that are out there. And as a result of that, you are going to see an increase in business. Now, from our perspective, we're relating this to personal development, to things that we're working on. So how does that relate to what we're doing in our own lives? Well, I think you're the only one who can answer it. But it's that, that fine line, that demarcation point between the skills that you have and the technical skills that you have and then what you are able to do beyond the technical skills. It's the creativity, it's the team building, it's the communication, all those things that you need to develop a competitive advantage so that you can succeed and put yourself above all those others who are out there competing for you in your own specific marketplace. And from my perspective, this show, we talk a little bit about business, but we're really focusing on personal development. So when you start to think about this from a personal development perspective, you all have certain hard skills. There's things you're good at. There are, you have some soft skills. We're not exactly sure what those might be. And as we go through the show, hopefully you're 
uh, putting pen to paper and jotting down those that you're good at or starting to think about it. But what we want to do is we really want to identify those soft skills that we have. And we then want to see which are the soft skills we need to work on. And by adding those soft skills into what we do today, it is going to give us a competitive advantage above those who are just good at the technical competencies. And as we go through the show, you're going to find that you know many, many employers are seeking people with soft skills. It is not just the technical skills. So there's huge, tremendous potential uh, by leveraging this approach. And also, as we develop those, we're going to need to be able to communicate that we have them. You'll find out more how to do that, but the key is really to identify them. And it says, like hard skills, soft skills require a lot of practice to make you really skilled at them. Unlike hard skills, there's no exam to prove you can do them. You measure your success in developing soft skills in how well you manage relationships with those around you. You're listening to My Strategy. I'm your host, John M. Hawkins, coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. When we come back, we're going to talk about identifying and developing our soft skills. We'll be right back. Have you ever felt like no one is listening or you're not getting the honest attention you deserve? Do you even know the kind of attention you want or need? You are not alone. Alice Aspen March is here to help. Thanks to Alice, through her epiphany and research over the word attention, there are solutions to the attention dilemma. Worldwide audiences have been enthralled and engaged for over 40 years with her visionary and pioneering observations. The kind of attention we get and give is vital to improving our lives and society. Alice and her weekly guests review game-changing insights for transforming and improving our understanding of attention, providing techniques for creating healthier and empowering behavior. Get a new perspective on a mainstream word. Tune into Why Our Attention Matters for fresh and thought-provoking conversations every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern on BoldBraveMedia.com and the TuneIn Radio app. Jenny Friend is a licensed marriage and family therapist and a certified clinical sexologist, commonly known as a sex therapist, with over 30 years of experience in the field of sexuality. She's been a researcher and teacher and is further trained in human development over the lifespan. She's also a published author and a radio personality. Her specialized training in lifespan developments means she can help individuals, couples, and families through difficult developmental phases. Her primary ways of working are through the tools of cognitive, behavioral, and psychoenergetics theories and techniques. Couples, individual men and women, and families are also welcome. She can meet in her office in Costa Mesa, California, or on the internet through Skype at Jenny Friend MFT. Call 714-210-9200. You can also send an email from her website at www.centerforclarity.org. That phone number again is 714-210-9200. Hello and welcome back, everyone. I'm John M. Hawkins. We're coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. The show is called My Strategy. This week, we're talking about soft skills. We're talking about the importance of soft skills, which are also known as transferable skills. Right before the break, we were talking about the definition of soft skills and giving you a case study uh, in the real world, real business world, on how to use soft skills. Um, we'd love to get your thoughts. Uh, you can always send an email to talk at johnmhawkins.com. Uh, that's talk at johnmhawkins.com. Get involved in the conversation. 
And then we do have uh, giveaways from time to time. And if you go to my uh, Twitter handle, HawkinsJohn, or JohnMHawkins.com, uh, you will find ways to enter. All right. So uh, in this segment, I want to talk a little bit about identifying and developing soft skills. We now, hopefully, by this point in the show, you understand what they are, and you know how they compare to our hard skills, uh, which are the technical things we need to do a job. And um, hopefully I've also communicated the importance of starting to work on our soft skills. And the goal is that, you know, while we have these technical skills we have uh, and worked on and developed, we should also think about these soft skills that we have. And just by providing the technical skills, it's going to give us a certain advantage. But when you take the soft skills and you weave those into your technical skills and your technical abilities, it is going to give you a competitive advantage like no other. And that's what I want you to think about this week is how are you going to go about developing these soft skills and then using them to support and augment those natural technical skills that you have today. And that's going to put you in a great trajectory and give you the opportunity for unlimited growth with whatever you want to do. All right. So how do we identify and develop these soft skills? Got another article here. Now, this is an article uh, which was posted on Glassdoor. It says a guide to developing your soft skills to advance your career. They say the author says we've all heard that an asset is in the job market to know data analytics, be able to code, be fluent in Spanish. But what about being able to listen well, to manage your time like a boss and lead to it and lead a team meeting that leaves everybody smiling afterward? While more difficult to measure and quantify, these types of skills, soft skills, are the glue that holds any workplace together. I like that. You know, have you ever left the meeting and just kind of uh, walked out of the meeting not too happy? Or, or have you left the meeting and all of a sudden you're pumped, you're excited, you're ready to go out there and do what is next, what is needed? And that's the difference between the leader who runs a meeting who has good soft skills and the leader who is just doing technically what they need to do to accomplish the meeting. So as you start to attend meetings or, and it could be any setting, it could be a one-on-one -on -one meeting, it could be you know at a coffee shop where you're meeting with a group, uh, whatever it is, start to look at those people who get you excited, who get you really wanting to succeed. Those are the folks who have strong soft skills. So it says here, being able to identify your soft skills and give examples of them is critical part of any job interview. Many people choose to list soft skills on their resume, but if you're having trouble identifying your soft skills or know what soft skills you have, but want to develop them more, they say you've come to the right place. This guide will help you single out and grow your soft skills, which will ultimately lead to more successes in interviews and on the job. They talk a little bit more about soft skills. They are character traits, personal attributes, and other non-technical abilities that help you work and communicate with other people. Some soft skills you might have to study and learn, and others might come to you naturally. Listening, communication, and delegation are examples of soft skills. And I think what's interesting here and, and why I'm bringing so many different definitions in today's show is that 
everybody has a little bit nuanced view on what they see soft skills are. So as we go through all these definitions, hopefully it's going to give us enough information so that we have clarity on what these soft skills are all about. I don't mean to be repetitive, but since these definitions are nuanced, it's going to help us with an understanding. Then they talk a little bit about the opposite, which are the hard skills, those technical abilities, like knowing how to do things in Excel, Word, speak a foreign language, etc. And it says, while these hard skills can be more easily defined and measures, soft skills are more difficult to measure. So we've, we've established that. So how do you identify your soft skills? It says, at many points during your education or career, you've probably worked on a team, but are you good at teamwork? Are you so good at teamwork that you would include it on the skills section of your resume? Well, that's good to think about. Do you feel comfortable putting teamwork on your resume? Finding out what soft skills you excel at with looking with, by looking within. To find your soft skills, Nicole Wood, the CEO of Glassdoor, said first gain self-awareness of your strengths and improvement opportunities. Then you can begin to truly harness your strengths and develop your blind spots. She continues that like the like things like showing empathy, having a strong presence, expressing gratitude, communicating effectively and managing stress are all critical skills to develop in order to get promoted and be an effective leader. Identifying your soft skills isn't necessarily something you can do alone. Ask a friend. Says here, you might even discover things about yourself you didn't know before. For example, if you think you're disorganized, but everybody you talk to points out your organizational skills as somewhere you excel, you might want to consider changing that perception of yourself and including on your resume. You know, many times the things that we are hardest on ourselves about are things that we focus on. And because we focus on them, we're constantly aware of them and we're working on them. And because that to us is a, a downside, it's a deficit, it's something we need to develop, other people might look at us and say, no, you're proficient in that area. And that's where we really need to get feedback. So they go through a list of some of the soft skills, and I'm going to go through this list so you can think about it. But start thinking about which ones are you good at. Time management, teamwork, communication, adaptability, perform under pressure, innovation, listening, delegation, creativity, work ethic, leadership, problem solving, and more. So the key here is really start thinking about those soft skills that you may or may not have. And then once we've thought about them, we want to determine, are we so good at them or are they something that can help us with our technical work that we should weave them into our resume? And in fact, uh, this article goes on to talk about how they believe that you should weave those in to uh, your resume so that you can incorporate and in showing how you, in this case, were able to tame a heated meeting, use your communication ability to help forge alliances, influence solid area, et cetera, et cetera. So good article here on Glassdoor that talks about using those soft skills. You're listening to my strategy. I'm your host, John M. Hawkins. We're coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. When we come back, we're going to talk about the 10 soft skills that you need to focus on 
in the next 10 years. We'll be right back. Did you know that your beliefs create your entire reality, but it's the subconscious beliefs that do most of the creating? Belief Shifter and Life Coach Shiraz can help you identify those limiting beliefs and eliminate them, often in a single session. Like it was almost instant, like I had relief right away. Creating better health, relationships, careers, and finances. Let Shiraz help you step out of safety and into awareness. Definitely something's happening. Uh, it's like a, a flow inside. You know, it feels good. Whether in person or online, Shiraz provides personal coaching, belief shifting. Visit Shiraz at energeticmagic.com or call 416-529-7429. Energetic Magic on the BBM Global Network, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Find your greater happiness. Be well. Be aware. Be magical. Joseph A. Moylan is the owner of Ion Health, which specializes in very unique medical devices. Ion Health offers biomats, alkalife, and frequency machines. Biomats are a far infrared and negative ion emitting FDA approved medical device. With many different sizes available, you can place them on your bed, on a massage table, or on a seat in your car. It is an unobtrusive way to health. Alkalife machines are water ionizers that cleanse and raise the alkalinity of your tap water, making high alkaline water. Frequency machines utilize certain frequencies to kill viruses and bacteria. These devices are safe and effective. Coming from a health-conscious background and studying physiology at the Academy of Natural Health, Joseph A. Moylan has 15 years of experience in the health field and wants to help you live a healthy, long life. Visit www.ionhealthbiomats.weebly.com or call 765-520-2988. Don't let your health go astray. Get in touch today. Hello and welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, John M. Hawkins. We're coming live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Well, happy to be here. Really glad you could join us. If you are just joining us, my strategy episodes are live and on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Today, we're talking about soft skills. In this episode, we're talking about the importance of soft skills. Soft skills are known as transferable skills. We're learning how to identify your skills, get recommendations of soft skills to work on, and get tips for your personal development strategy. Right before the break, we were talking about identifying and developing your soft skills. In this segment, I want to talk about what are the top soft skills for the future and I've got an article here by Andy Gaskell, who goes through what he says are the top soft skills that we need for the future. So while there's you know dozens and dozens of soft skills out there, we've kind of covered a number of them. By now, you understand the difference between a soft skill and a hard skill. So let's see what Andy Addy has to say about um, the future. He says, the future of work is likely to herald a wide range of new jobs, many of which can scarcely we can scarcely conceive today. He says, although it hasn't stopped the consultant firm Cognizant from having a go, he says, there has been understand understandably uh, understandable attention to the given skills these jobs might require. For instance, the tail end of last year, the University of Memphis proposed that collaboration problem-solving skills would be the most important skills in the decade. Now, collaboration problem-solving skill is an essential skill in the workforce and the community because many of the problems faced in the modern world require teamwork to integrate group achievements 
with team members' idiosyncratic knowledge, the researcher explains. It says here the emphasis on soft skills also emerged in a new analysis performed by online learning provider Udemy. That's spelled U-D-E-M-Y. They investigated the courses that companies are requiring employees to take today to try and gauge a better understanding of where skills shortages exist today. Obviously, technical skills remain highly sought after, so that probably goes without saying. Hence, Udemy team focused exclusively on the soft skills. These are the kind of skills that previous studies have suggested are crucial as technology takes on many of the hard technical skills. Indeed, previous studies have argued that a sufficient investment in more human softer skills, such as leadership, creativity, emotional intelligence, and critical thinking, would significantly reduce the number of jobs lost to automation. Indeed, if investment in training for these skills could be doubled, then the number of jobs at risk from automation would fall from 10% to 4%. And you hear that a lot in the industry uh, today saying that robots are gonna take away your jobs. Well, robots might be good at those hard skills, but so far those robots aren't so good at the soft skills. So we at least have a little bit of a competitive advantage that we humans ca can start to work on and focus on and soft skills is one of those advantages. So what are the most important soft skills according to you to be? And they're giving us their top 10. Number one, conflict management. Conflict management is perhaps an unlikely skill to come to the top, but the Udemy team highlighted how complex the modern workplace is. It's got multiple generations, various technologies, different nationalities and cultures, and of course, ever-changing marketplace. This place is a huge range of priorities, working styles and communication preferences into workplace, which can result in conflict. And they suggest that the typical worker spends nearly three hours a week dealing with some sort of conflict. So that's conflict management. The next time management. They say this one is perhaps less surprising, especially given um, or in the face of so many competing demands, but time management. Uh, number three is stress management. Being able to cope with stress is something uh, they've touched on a few times in the past. And uh, as the mental health of employees has become an even greater focus, the fallout of excess stress levels is said to cost upwards of $190 billion a year. $190 billion because people are stressed at work. And I, I can relate. If you're stressed at work, that is no fun. It is not a fun place to be in. But um, just know that it is one of those soft skills that you can work on developing. What about communication skills? They say this is perhaps not that surprising as written and verbal communication uh, skills are now a big part of the modern network. Company culture is number five. The fifth skill is more for HR managers to consider than frontline staff, but revolves around the importance of building the right culture at a company. This has been shown by numerous studies to be hugely important to company success. Building a culture and freedom and responsibility. That's a course that Udemy offers if you want to take that course. Number six is customer service. Whilst this skill obviously has the biggest value for those in direct customer-facing roles, in reality, most of us has, have customers of some sorts, whether internally or with suppliers. It's probably a skill we can all brush up on. And I would say even customer service skills 
We talked about servant leadership a few weeks ago, example leadership. Managers need to have good customer service skills because their customers are the employees that work for them. Emotional intelligence says, now this is some, somewhat of a surprise as emotional intelligence is something that has cropped up in a huge number of studies in recent years. Uh, and they said that they were surprised to see it as low as seventh, but they thought it could be due to the difficulty in providing a course to teach it. Number eight, personal productivity. Being able to get the most from your working day is crucial given the growing demands placed upon us. Udemy's Modern Productivity Superhuman Focus in a Distracted World course, that's quite a, a title, uh, provides a clear focus on focus and helps us to block out the numerous distractions vying for our attention. Storytelling, this is perhaps a less heralded skill, but they say, the author says they've worked with uh, numerous technical teams and their ability to communicate what they do to lay out to audiences is vital for them to do their digital transformation. And number 10 that they've got listed here is change management. The final skill in the list revolves around change. While numerous studies have shown it is ever present, yet equally often flunked. So there you have it. Those are the top 10 skills, soft skills that we should be focusing on uh, for the future of work. Of course, that is uh, one company's perspective. Um, we might develop our own perspective. If you're listening to my strategy, I am your host, John M. Hawkins, coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. When we come back, we're going to start developing your strategy. We'll be right back. Are you struggling to care for elderly parents or a spouse? Do you wonder if being a caregiver is making you sick? Are you worried about taking time off work to care for elderly parents and balance work, life, and caregiving? Has caregiving become exhausting and emotionally draining? Are you an aging adult who wants to remain independent, but you're not sure how? I'm Pamela D. Wilson. Join me for the Caring Generation radio show for caregivers and aging adults, Wednesday evenings, 6 Pacific, 7 Mountain, 8 Central, and 9 Eastern. Eastern, where I answer these questions and share tips for managing stress, family relationships, health, well-being, and more. Podcasts and transcripts of The Caring Generation are on my website, PamelaDWilson.com, plus my caregiving library, online caregiver support programs, and programs for corporations interested in supporting working caregivers. Help, hope, and support for caregivers is here on The Caring Generation and PamelaDWilson.com. Are you looking for employment and live in Los Angeles, Orange River? Riverside and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is the place for you. Are you an employer looking to fill a position or quite a few positions in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is for you. Employers, JobsAnnex.com is your resource for career-minded people. JobsAnnex.com is the convenient place for job seekers and employers to hook up and move forward. Jobs Annex has been serving Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties for over 14 years. Jobs Annex is a former employment search firm. We've evaluated many thousands of resumes and we understand what employers want and what job applicants need to be successful in their interviews. At Jobs Annex, we provide you with the tools to tell your story for free. Our resources at JobsAnnex.com will help each applicant construct an award-winning resume, an eye-catching cover letter, and key interview questions to ask in various types of interviews. Best of all, it's free. JobsAnnex.com. That's J-O-B-S-A-N-N-E-X.com. Hello and welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, John M. Hawkins. 
Comedy Live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Well, happy to be here with you today and glad you can join us. My strategy episodes are live at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on Saturdays. You can also go back and listen to the podcasts on the, any one of those digital platforms out there. In this show, we're talking about soft skills. We've been talking about the importance of soft skills, talked about how to identify our skills, get recommendations of soft skills to work on, and tips to develop your personal strategy. Right before the break, we were talking about what uh, Udemy said were the top 10 soft skills you should be working on. But uh, that's one person's, one company's opinion. Um, in this segment, uh, we talk about developing your strategy. And um, many of you who listen to the show know that we've got five steps. We've got, you know, the awareness. What is it that we're trying to accomplish? How does that relate to our vision, our goals, and what we want to achieve? We then have to go through and start to assess and analyze and figure out, you know, what are those things that we need to do to figure out exactly what it is we need to be working on from a pure data perspective. We then strategize and plan and figure out, you know, what are those courses of actions that work? What are the courses of actions that aren't working? And then we want to figure out how we work that into our plan. We then need to implement the plan and then get evaluation on it. What's working, what's not working, things of that nature. So we're developing our strategy which means that rather than looking at it from the soft skills that others say we should be focusing on, I wanna go through some soft skills that you might not be aware of. And we continue to go through the definition of soft skills and hard skills. And, and again, I apologize if this is repetitive, but I think it's important because you know soft skills mean different things and, and I don't want you just to get focused on what somebody says you should do, because at the end of the day, somebody could tell you to go get these 10 soft skills, but if that doesn't align with your core competency, if that's not who you are as a person, it's not gonna work for you. So we need to, we need to understand this a little bit better. And then I'm gonna go through some additional soft skills, and we're gonna just kind of think about which are the ones that we, we are good at, which of the soft skills are ones that we should be work, focusing on, and we're going to capture those and start thinking about how do we get those into our plan? So it says, I've got an article here. These are the top 50 soft skills for job seekers. Now, these are not stack ranked to my knowledge. Um, but uh, yeah, let's go through them. Hard skills refer to the technical skills. We know that. Soft skills, though, are the intangible non-technical skills, such as disposition, attitude, and personality. So in a situation where multiple equal qualified job seekers are vying for the same position, it comes down to the person with the right soft skills. So we've been talking about this, and I want you to put this in context. Put this in context of what it is you're trying to accomplish. What is that vision that you're trying to accomplish? What are you trying to achieve at? What is that goal you're trying to attain? And really think about it and make that real. And then start thinking about well, technically, am I qualified and able to do this? And most likely you are, otherwise you wouldn't have been focusing on it. Or maybe it's something that is just a hobby for you and you like to do, but you're not that good at, right? That's a possibility too. So then we're gonna start to think about what if I could 
add soft skills. And those soft skills combined with my technical skills, the hard skills that I have, are going to make me absolutely in demand. It is going to make employers want me. It is going to make my fans want to come see me. It is going to make me and put me in a position where I now am the best of the best. And so that's that's really what we want to do. We want to think about what are those soft skills that if we added them to our technical skills, how would we be completely unstoppable? Unstoppable. So here's the, the 50 lists. Uh, we've got adaptability, artistic sense, assertiveness, collaborative abilities, communication skills, compassion, competitiveness, conflict or dispute resolution, creative thinking, crisis management, decision-making, delegation skills, design sense. So hopefully as we go through these, you're starting to think about this. If I was more artistic, would that help me? If I was more competitive, you might be so technically skilled and you're waiting for somebody to find out that you're technically skilled, but you need to be competitive and be out there showing people what you can do. What about decision-making? Are you able to make decisions or just sometimes you look at things and say, well, I'm not sure what I want to do. What about delegation? You might have everything in place, but you're focusing on micromanaging yourself and you got to do it your way. Otherwise, it's not going to be perfect. But what if you could delegate? If that was something you could do and that soft skill would help you grow. Diplomacy, emotional regulation, empathy, enthusiasm. Facilitating skills, flexibility, friendliness, humor, influence, persuasion skills, innovation, interpersonal skills, leadership skills. We went through that list of 10 from Udemy, but most of these that I'm going through are not on that list. Yet there are people who can take these skills and they are so good at weaving them into the technical skills that they have, that they have the ability to be great successes. A leader, you don't have to be the most technical person to be a leader, yet leaders are some of the highest compensated in the global economy. Why? It is a soft skill. They don't have technical skills because leadership skills are in demand. Listening skills management skills, mentoring and coaching skills, motivational skills, negotiating skills, networking, openness to feedback, patience, perceptiveness, perseverance, positivity, presenting, problem solving, research skills, resilience, scheduling, self-assessment, self-awareness, self-confidence, strategic, lots, lots and lots of skills here. Stress management, supervision skills, teamwork, team player skills, and work ethic. So that's the quick list of 50 skills that are out there. You know, really, when you start to think about who you are and your personal development and your strategy, think outside of that proverbial box that they put us in. You don't need to focus on the list of 10 that I gave you, but find the ones that are really going to help you succeed. You're listening to my strategy. I am your host, John M. Hawkins, coming live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. When we come back, we're going to talk about putting your plan in place. We'll be right back. 
The opiate epidemic has reached crisis levels, and with so many families affected by addiction, opiate-related drug overdoses, and death, the time is now to have a real constructive conversation about addiction that could lead to better prevention, treatment, and recovery. Alan Charles, author and keynote speaker on drug abuse and prevention, presents The Alan Charles Show. Alan brings a message of hope, sharing his unbelievable story of surviving a 24-year addiction to cocaine and highlights from his memoir, Walking Out the Other Side, an addict's journey from loneliness to life. His raw honesty and courageous heart breaks the stigma of addiction and offers a unique perspective into the mind of an addict. Join Alan each week as he brings his listeners to a true understanding of the grip of addiction. It is only with this understanding that we can begin to heal. The Alan Charles Show, Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern on the BBM Global Network. Author, radio show host, and coach, John M. Hawkins, reveals strategies to help gain perspective, build confidence, find clarity, achieve goals. John M. Hawkins' new book, Coached to Greatness, Unlock Your Full Potential with Limitless Growth, published by iUniverse. Hawkins reveals strategies to help readers accomplish more. He believes the book can coach them to greatness. Hawkins says that the best athletes get to the top of their sport with the help of coaches, mentors, and others. He shares guidance that helps readers reflect on what motivates them, rediscover and assess their core values, philosophies, and competencies, find settings that allow them to be the most productive, and track their progress towards accomplishing goals. Listen to John Hawkins' My Strategy, Saturdays, 1 p.m. Eastern, on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Hello and welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, John M. Hawkins. We're coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. The show is called My Strategy. Our show is on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Today we've been talking about soft skills. And in case you did miss this broadcast, uh, you can always go back and listen to it on iHeartRadio, Apple iTunes, or any of the other digital platforms out there. And then if you'd like to have something covered on the show, uh, send an email to talk at johnmhawkins.com. That's talk at johnmhawkins.com. Or give us a call at 1-844-MY-STRATEGY. That's 844-MY-STRATEGY. Well, today we've been talking about soft skills, been talking about the importance of them, and talking about learning how to identify them and get recommendations on soft skills to work on and ultimately put together a personal development strategy. So soft skills, we learned that there's a difference between soft skills and hard skills. We learned that the hard skills are those things that technically we can do that are needed for us to be able to get the job, whereas those soft skills are a little bit harder to develop. They're also harder to measure. So as we're starting to put our technical hard skills on resumes, we want to find ways that we can put in some of those soft skills because what we're finding is that employers are in high demand. They're demanding these soft skills. And those employees who have the soft skills along with the hard skills are more competitive. We continued to learn about soft skills and got to know that they're also called transferable skills. We learned a little bit about the importance of them 
and how soft skills are do take more practice. So while there aren't specific courses that uh, you know an employer, well, employers could give you specific courses on soft skills, but there really isn't a way to test for those soft skills. So it's going to be something that you need to work with a mentor on, that you need to work with a, a friend who's really good in that space and continually develop on your own. Because at the end of the day, if there's not really a way to do an assessment or test to see how compassionate you are, how caring you are, how friendly you are, how do you go about measuring progress? So what that means is that we really need to start thinking about how do we identify and develop these soft skills? What soft skills do we identify with? What skills would complement us and our technical ability. So we talked a little bit about what are the different types of soft skills that you can be working on. And these are ones that people say are going to be needed over the next 10 years. But those really, that shortage of soft skills and those top 10 soft skills is somebody else's list. And just because you've got a list with 10 soft skills on it, that doesn't mean that is what you need to be successful. That, is, that doesn't mean that if you get those 10 soft skills, you're gonna be the most marketable person, no. We went through a list of about 50 or so other soft skills. And I think what we need to start thinking about is what is it we want to accomplish? What are our goals? What are our objectives? And then, say, you know, take your technical skill and then fill in the blank. If I was good at, you know, soft skill A, would that help me? No. B, no. C, no. Go through the list and start to shortlist it and figure out which of those soft skills are the ones that are going to give you that competitive advantage. Which of the ones are going to help you be put in a position where you're much more successful? And in doing so, then get your plan in place. But it's always important to realize that once we have the plan in place, we have to break our habits. We have to be aware and consciously prioritize. Well, that's all the show we have for today. It's been a pleasure to be here with you. Uh, you've been listening to My Strategy. I'm John M. Hawkins, and we'll see you next time. This has been My Strategy with your host, John M. Hawkins. Listen each week as John reminds us that just like elite athletes get to the top of their sport with the help of their coaches, he is here to help you achieve your highest goals possible. Here each week on My Strategy. You've been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 